0: Greetings, my friends. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we are looking at our prophet's portion for this week, known as the Haftarah. And it's Isaiah chapter 40, starting with verse 27 through 41, verse 16. So not very long here at all. And what we find, well, we find a really, really important verse that we're going to have to just kind of look at for a minute. Uh, But basically, these are comforting words from God. And an assurance to Israel of God's help. Now, I don't know about you guys, but these are the kind of words that I need to be hearing right now from God, and many of us, uh, many of you uh, could say the same, I'm sure. It's, uh, you know, last week's portion was a comforting portion, reminders to us, and today's is no different. Different. It's a reminder to God's people and those who wait upon the Lord. That's, that's going to be the key thought process here. Those who actually wait on the Lord. Uh, there's great promises to be had for those people. Let's go ahead and take a look. We're going to read from the King James Version, starting with verse 27 in chapter 40 and ending in verse 16 in chapter 41. Let's begin. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is he weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Keep silence before me, O islands, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near and let them speak. Let us come near together to judgment. Who raised up the righteous man from the east and called him to his foot? Gave the nations before him and made him rule over kings? He gave them his dust to his sword and his driven stubble to his bow. He pursued them and passed safely, even by the way that he had not gone with his feet. hath wrought and done it, calling the generations from the beginning. I the Lord the first, and with the last I am he. The isles saw it and feared, and the ends of the earth were afraid, drew near and came. They helped everyone his neighbor, and everyone said to his brother, Be of good courage, So the carpenter encouraged the goldsmith, and he that smootheth with the hammer, him that smote the anvil, saying, It is ready for the soldering. And he fastened it with nails that it should not be moved. But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham my friend. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servants, I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall, shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and shalt not find them, even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing, and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou warm Jacob, and ye men of Israel, I will help thee, saith the LORD, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth. Thou shalt thresh the mountains, and beat them small, and shall make the hills as chaff. Thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them, and thou shalt rejoice in the LORD. And shout the glory in the Holy One of Israel. Alright, that is our prophet's portion for today. Let's start to break it down a little bit here. And uh, go a little bit deeper into what we just read. So our portion starts today with a question. God says, why do you say this? Why do you say that what's happening to you is hidden from me? And my judgment is passed on from you and he goes on to say Has, have you not known have you not heard that the everlasting God the Lord the creator of all the ends of the earth fainteth not neither is he weary ne- there is no searching of his understandeth, understanding he's saying why would you say this Don't don't you know who I am I'm the creator of all things I don't, like, grow tired. I don't grow weary. He says, I give power to the faint. And to them that have no might, I increase in strength. Even young people, he's saying, even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall fall. Like, you know, that physical youth and strength, it's not going to be enough. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. That verse right there is just loaded with all kinds of things. First off, this concept of waiting on the Lord is all throughout the Bible. We see it all throughout the Psalms. Let me just give you a couple of examples. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 17, and I will wait upon the Lord that hideth his face from the house of Jacob, and I will look for him. Isaiah is saying, um, we're going through this period where it seems like God is hiding from us. But I'm going to continue to wait on him and look for him. Isaiah chapter 25 verse 9. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. You know, right now we just see a lot of evil going on, right? And just endless of people in high places getting away with just atrocities. Just unthinkable wickedness. And it's like, man, God has turned his face. He's hidden his face from us. We need to wait. We need to wait on him. And be confident in him. Let me read that again from uh, Isaiah chapter 25, verse 9. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. This is Jehovah. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Psalm 25 brings up this idea of waiting on God like three times throughout the passage verse 3 says yea let none that wait on thee be ashamed let them be ashamed which transgress without a cause this idea of those who are waiting on God looking for him searching for him waiting to see what he's going to do they're not going to be ashamed verse 5 then goes on to say lead me in truth and teach me for thou art the God of my salvation on thee do I wait all the day Verse 21 says, Let the integrity and the uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. Psalm 27 verse 14, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And we could go on and on and on. I read about half the examples I have for you. There's power in waiting on God and being confident in God. It's a picture of faith. Oh, this situation looks bad. I mean, we're, we're going into that season right now where we're like, man, this does not look good. But what do we do? Do we live in fear? I mean, that's what this whole portion is about. Is he God saying, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. I'm going to renew your strength. I'm going to God's got you. He says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on the wings as eagles. Mount up with wings as eagles. There's a few places where we kind of see that symbolism. This mounting up on eagles' wings. It's this idea of God carrying you away. It's a a picture of God protecting you and preserving you through the danger. Let me give you a couple of examples of, of that. The f- first time I really see that verbiage used is actually in Exodus, chapter 19, verse 4. God says to the Israelites, You have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, and how I bare you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. He's saying, you saw what happened in Egypt, right? Like, everything. They had an economic fallout. They had plagues. They had disease. They had natural disasters. Like, this terrible things reeked through the land of Egypt. Yet, you were preserved. Like, all these things were happening around you. You saw what I did. But I bared you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. We see a similar picture in the book of Revelation, chapter 12. Verse 14 says this, And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. Powerful, powerful stuff. He's saying he's going to strengthen the weary. He's going to give strength to those who are weak, but yet they've waited upon the Lord. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not be faint. And then we read... About God's promises here and let me just uh, scroll down he says but Israel you're my servant Jacob whom I have chosen the seed of Abraham my friend by the way the scriptures are very clear the apostles Jesus himself are very clear about this grafting in about those who actually have faith and obey God are the seed of Abraham He says, thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men thereof. And I said unto thee, thou art my servants. I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. So remember this, the portion started with him saying, why are you saying this stuff? He says, God says, you are my chosen. I have not cast you away. Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God, and I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed. They shall be as nothing, and they shall strive with thee, and they shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and not find them that contended with thee. They that were against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. He's saying, the, they that have come against you, they, they're going to perish. They're going to be ashamed. It's going to get to the point where you're going to seek them, like look for these people, but you're not even going to be able to find them because they've been brought to nothing. For I am the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. And just another beautiful verse, where God says, I'm going to hold your right hand, do not be afraid, I'm, I'm going to help you. Fear not, thou worm Jacob, and you men of Israel, I will help thee, saith the Lord, th- thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth. Thou shalt thresh the mountains, and beat them small, and shalt make the hills a chap. Thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them. And thou shalt rejoice in the Lord, and shalt glory in the Holy One of Israel. So let us remember as we go into this very dark and challenging season, over this next week, to several weeks, to several months, potentially, And remember that we're waiting on God. That he is in control of all things. I mean, after all, he is the creator of all the earth. Right? And that's the point that God makes at the beginning of this portion. He's saying, have you not known, have you not heard, that the everlasting God, Yehovah, the creator of all the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is he weary, neither. There is no searching of his understanding. Like... You're not going to. He doesn't grow tired. And do not bother trying to understand the mind of God. He says there is no searching of his understanding, it can't be done. Instead, you wait on him. And he'll take care of the rest. I pray you've been blessed by these encouraging words this morning. You can support this mission by going to scriptureandprophecy.com, clicking on that support tab. Also, if you want to know more about Bible prophecy, that's what we're focused on this year. That's why we're doing the Haftarah, the prophets portion. You should pick up a copy of my book, The End of Days, a 30-day devotional, by going to scriptureandprophecy.com/book. It's very easy to read, very easy to consume, very easy to understand. And I think it'll open your eyes to a lot of things. scriptureandprophecy.com forward slash book. Thank you, my friends, for listening. Thank you for your prayers and your support. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.